You want to hear a really weird dream I had? Yeah. You're in it. Is that going to be weird? Really? Yeah. Is that going to be weird at all? No. Okay. Oh, man. No. <laughs> weird dream time with Alex Sturgeon. So I tend to sometimes get a little stressed out at track builds. No because, way. Because I'm worried about time. I just feel like sometimes I'm in a super huge time crunch. Not this time as much. I'm feeling pretty flowy so far in this one. It was all a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. It was this morning because I woke up at eight mm-hmm. on my own, which doesn't happen very often. And then I'm like, I got time. And I was supposed to, I was going to beat my buddy at the track. I thought at 11, but then he texted me at like eight something and said, Hey, I'm not going to be able to be there until like two. And I was like, Oh shoot. Well, I got a lot done last night. I'm going back to sleep. So in between the time that I, that of 8am and when I woke up next, I had a stream where, uh, it was Friday, the day, like the day of the pro tech race and the track wasn't done. And, uh, you and a whole bunch of other people went out to practice and I was like, Hey, uh, we can't do that yet. The track's not done. And then you were like, Oh, well, see ya. And then you like, <laughs> I, I, and then you like went home and, like, oh, uh, all right. and so did a I lot of, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So did a lot of other people. They all just went home. <laughs> that was my dream. I thought you were going to say like, I finished the track in like 10 minutes or something. No, crazy. no, it's just, everybody just left. They're like, oh, it's not done yet. Oh, well, um, well, okay. See ya. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you. that ain't gonna happen then i woke up and i was like relieved i was like oh my gosh it's only (sighs) it's only monday (sighs) yeah i was (sighs) like oh good i didn't do that i was happy it was monday yeah i was gonna make the noise i was making on saturday yeah don't do that that was weird (laughs) that's so funny i'm doing it all weekend (laughs) hang on a second This is a purple kickstart. They're back. I found purple ones. I can live with purple. I'd much rather have orange, but oranges still aren't anywhere here in town. I don't know what is going on because you can get them anywhere else except Omaha. If they're trying to like cancel out the orange flavor in Omaha, my life's going to suck for a while. Although the guy's been hooking me up, so it's fine. Here we go. Much better. Hey, pass me a kickstart. Not as good as orange, though, but way better than black cherry or the red stuff. This is Alex Sturgeon, Hobbytown Hobbyplex, manager, race director, all around kind of everywhere guy at the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. With me as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here to talk about, uh, today I think we're just going to talk about our race and uh, the upcoming ProTech race. That should be about it. Yeah. Can't really think of just about anything else. I mean, there's some news here and there, but some of it's not really any of our business, so we probably shouldn't discuss it. Nah. Yeah. I need glue. I need glue. I got glue at... I got glue at uh, at the Plex. Yeah. You know how we were talking about, like, I should hand you something and then you p- take it? Oh, you yeah, called, You should have called me. I would have I gotten glue. I would have brought glue here. Yeah, that would be sweet. We even have uh, J-Concepts glue at the, at the Plex. Wow. We were almost out of glue, and I was really worried about, not uh, like, like, we could have all the tires in the world, but if we don't have glue for people to buy, what good is it going to do? So I, like, stocked this up big time on glues. I got... I got Protect glue, J Concepts glue, Proline glue, the B, the the um, Bob Smith Industries glue, which you don't like. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, AKA glue. We got it all right now. We're doing sitting pretty good. Uh, so let's talk about this weekend, dude. Just uh, cover our basis in case anybody is here and wants to have a question. Again, I don't have my laptop here, so it's going to be a little tough to uh, to get get through everything. Because I'm in the middle of the track build, and I didn't bring my laptop to the track with me, so 
I'm in the middle of a tire build. Yeah, next week, man. I'm going to be gluing tires like crazy. I'm trying to get ahead of it now. I know. Let's start there. Tires. So, uh, two-wheel drive buggy. Um, I mean, you and I, full disclosure, sponsored by J Concepts. So, we'll be using uh, gold compound ellipses. Mm-hmm. And then um, and two-wheel drive, uh, some, some are using gold dirt webs and some are using gold ellipse. Do you think guys will be running silver in four-wheel drive? Um, it's a possibility. It just depends on how much the track grips up. See, like last year, like the track had good grip, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like when we run on it forever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just a different type of grip. Like it's smoother grip. I guess. Yeah. When what we had like on Saturday was just like Velcro. It was great. That was crazy. Saturday was probably the best the track itself had been in a long time for 10 scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a pro line guy, uh, clay compound um, uh, positrons. And if you can find two wheel drive front electrons still, I think that was kind of the, the combo electron fronts, positron rears. Um, you can get away with shadows sometimes. And uh, um, what are shadows? Shadows are like a a flipped inside out tire. Oh, okay. But without without as many bars as like a BK bar. Okay, I remember that one now. I couldn't remember like what it was. Um, and then uh, if you're an AK guy, scribbles, scribbles are definitely the way to go. Mm-hmm. Dude, Mitchell's on scribbles. He was oh, going. Yeah. He was going fast this weekend With too. Tread on him. Yeah, he was going really fast. So, well, the Plex is stocked up. We should have uh, shouldn't have a tire problem at all. I ordered uh, another fifty from J Concepts uh, last week. Got them, and then we're supposed to get another fifty this week, so that we shouldn't have any issues. And we got plenty of gold dirt webs. They've actually been in stock at like Horizon and stuff, so that has not been an issue. And Proline stuff's been pretty good about keeping stuff in stock too. So. You know, I'm I'm still V cutting my foam. Personally, you can use the drill method, or I just use scissors. Yeah, the way that I do it, put a wheel on your truck, on your drill truck, and then you screw this on the endy part, and then you take like your foam, then you flip it inside out. Oh, then you put it on here. And then it'll probably like come flying off there because people are watching, but it's okay. And I run it away from me, so it like drags like this. Mm-hmm. This is just like a piece of steel that I shoogooed a piece of uh, like emery cloth to like 10 years ago. Yeah. And you just take it, spin that bad boy, put it right down the center. And then you go back the other way to deburr it. And that's your V cut. Nice. So much more even. Quick. Much more even than mine. Yeah. Goes pretty quick too. Yeah. Very fast. So you can do like, I don't know, million sets of foams that way. I've been doing it that way for a long time. I've never had issues. Do you think we should be doing the, the V cut stuff for on our greens when we go to the INS? Yeah. I, oh yeah. I got some ideas. You got some ideas. All right. Let's see. Thursday practice, four to nine. And that's just uh, just going to break in the track. The track will be brand new, fresh, and it'll be squishy. And then uh, Friday practice from 10 to 6.30, I think, or something like that is what I have on the flyer. And then we start a seating round. I get asked this every year. Do I have to be at the seating round to make the race? Of course not. You can come Saturday if you want to. It's not a big deal. In fact... I've had quite a few people not make seating, get in that very first heat, and it's actually a pretty stacked heat sometimes. You'll get like yeah. five or six people that are pretty fast, and they'll be in that very first heat, and they just get it out of the way, and their TQ will last, you know, the whole way. So I always thought uh, that was very interesting. That might, you know, play in the game or something, or just don't run your transponder. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you never know though, because you always get that one guy who, uh, unfortunately, you know, might be a jam car or something in that first heat too. So, 
You never know. Yeah. Never know. I know all about jam. It's a gam. It's a gamble. Uh, and then of course qualifying. Three rounds qualifying Saturday. Mains on Sunday. Uh, awards to the top ten. And because uh, I think if you make the main, you should get something. And then uh, first place for the B main, um, or lower mains, all lower mains that I know of. So I based I I based it on what we had on RC sign up. So we shall see. Have we had any last minute entries or anything? Yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few. Dude, I, I that reminds me, I need to email uh, Boom and make sure that our stuff's getting sent to us. Yeah, that'd be nice. <sighs> that would suck. Gosh, I owe you. I owe you trophies. It's one more stressor. That's the first place you're going to hang on to. Um. Oh. 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 The dash for cash this year. So, uh, we always try to raffle something. Uh, the top two most populated classes will uh, be in a dash for cash, and that is, I believe, I believe right now, thirteen five wheeler and independent stock buggy. Uh, so it's a race. It's a race between independent and expert stock buggy as to who's going to get in the dash for cash. And then there's a mini B, uh, the mini T melee. So I never coming, get to run the dash for cash. Don't forget your mini B or mini T. It's free to enter. It's three laps backwards, no corner marshals. It should be really fun. And if you have a mini, bring it with you because you never know. I think last year Nate Sutherland won like 120 bucks from the mini T melee. Yeah. So, but we're going to raffle off the uh, 2009 uh, banner that I had made for the nationals. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. And we're going to banner, we're going to also raffle off the, um, 2016 uh, driver stand banner. So we had two banners. We, we we actually did the podium backdrop, which went to Bad Fast Hobbies, which is really funny. And then um, uh, and then the uh, the driver stand one we're gonna we're gonna do this year for the raffle. And we also have two Protech servos, courtesy of Protech. That's nice of them. Yeah. So uh, so we'll start doing that on on. Uh, Thursday night, probably collecting money for, for the raffle. And then whatever we make from the raffle, we'll turn around and divvy up between those three. Should be a lot of fun. I know Emerson's pretty, pretty hyped about the mini team melee. Mini is his bag. Apparently his bag, baby. Yeah. He's, he actually puts time into his mini car. It's really funny. It's like me when I was 14, he doesn't put any time into his two wheel drive. He puts lots of time into his, uh, mini we're also racing mini tomorrow night too. So just because we're working on the track, or I'm working on the track, it's kind of nice. Logan and uh, Emerson kind of, kind of taking over the mini night. It's been really good. It's, nice. It's taken a little bit of stress off of me. So, well, it's good practice for them too. Like yeah. To run the races on something that's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you exactly. know what I mean? Like huge entries, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Actually, listen to the Ripcast all the way last night, and uh, man, they they take a lot of comments during the uh, during the deal, especially from Jackson. Yeah, Jackson was really busy on there. I'm usually really busy. If I can get on the the Ripcast, I will make it a point to flood the comments with whatever I can. Yes, uh, I, uh, I I would have, but I had to go to a baseball game. Yeah, and I was we were so busy while they were doing that. Uh, I think it was Friday night or something like that, or Thursday. Yeah, we were crazy busy. Well, and Jackson did a good job filling in for us. Yeah, you know? yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody in the comments right now? While my phone's still alive, have any questions about the uh, ProTech race? Um, get them in now, or I can always we can always do it at the end. But since we're talking about it, Bender wants to know if he can't get into his live RC account uh, and he signed up for Independent Thirteen Five, but he'd like to do Expert. Can he still get in? Of course, he can. That is. I'll think problem. about it. I'll take all your entries. I'll think about it, Daniel. Steve RC says he heard someone say that because we run J Concepts, a lot of other tire rubber doesn't work as well on our track. Just because you and I do? Yeah, well, I guess because we're kind of a... Kind of a... Who said uh, that? Steve? Steve said he heard that from somebody. Or is that just an excuse? I used to run Proline pretty religiously at our track, and, and and it'd always be funny because... How do I put this? Any like the Proline tires that I always used to run electrons, 
And I did run positrons when they first came out when I wasn't sponsored by J Concepts. And, you know, I thought they were pretty good. And it was one of those deals where the, I always heard the mumbling about the track being prepped just for me because the Proline tires would come on really good right at the end of the race day. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was the track. It was, it was the, it, I don't know. I think I, the, I think the track came to the tire. I think the track just came to the tire. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do the same thing now. I don't think that's true. I think that the dirt kind of just changed. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're I not. I bet you. Do I they bet, still even? They, I don't even know if they make that compound you were running anymore. I bet you, if Dusted Evans showed up this weekend, he would s- stomp on us. With Proline tires, I'm just it's, well, uh, it's a driver it, and and the prep. Do they still make that compounded tire that you're running back then? then? MC, did, yeah, yeah. Didn't okay. Did it change? I don't know. Maybe because I thought I there was so. the, I thought there was kind of a running change with their compounds. There might have been a running change. It, it used there used to be an MX compound that that worked okay. Yeah, I remember that working pretty well. It was some. I remember that being similar to gold. I remember right. It's stiffer and you'd put goop on it and get it softer. Mm-hmm. Long time ago. Long time ago. Oh, you know, that's true. This might have been from last year. What? They said that one of the pros wouldn't come to our track because they run pro line and it doesn't work at our track. Yeah, and then Aiden Horn almost won two wheel. Yeah, I, and he almost beat Dakota Fenn at the INS race last year on pro line tires. Almost. He had the lead for a little while. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have such a sh- crappy starting position last year, he probably could have. So, anyways. Um, Midwest Boss says he started racing his first uh, off-road racetrack with the Pro-Line tournament, and it blew his mind, so he loved it. The Pro-Tech race should be a lot of fun. It's not a huge... We don't get a huge turnout, so we're done kind of early every night. We can go out and eat. Or hang out, or or in my case, go home and get some sleep. I mean, it's just a nice race. It's not it's not one of those three hundred and fifty entry races that's super stressful and yeah, you know, takes forever to get through. Mm-hmm. So, and we do the like the dash for cash stuff just to kind of break it up and try to make it fun. Yeah, and I, I think people people like that. The thing that I like about the dash the dashes for caches is that. Um, they're usually the classes that have that aren't the like pro class or yeah. aren't like the no, no doubt. the last couple of years it's been i uh, remember the, the first year we did it it was stadium truck stock buggy and uh and 13.5 wheeler mm-hmm. and not the mod classes okay well full disclosure i'm in the middle of our track build and uh and uh my buddy came into the bobcat and we I can't wait till you guys see it. I really can't. When it's all done, the swoopy middle straightaway is going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. It's so cool because it it's just how I envisioned it, which is which is good. That's why I like I like Doug who helps me out because I can I can show him and tell him and mark it down on the track, and he sees it. He sees what I see. He goes, "Oh, okay," because I think he's built like motocross tracks and stuff, mm-hmm. and so he kind of has the same mindset and so he goes oh okay I, I get it. i get what you're trying to do here and so he just he just took the bobcat and just slammed it in there and now we have this awesome uphill sweeping corner into a downhill middle straightaway Ooh. it's so sick dude i cannot wait till it's done yeah <sighs> bob thorpe hello everyone i bet alex remembers the original paragon tire prep had to use it in a well ventilated room i loved paragon yeah, I did too. I once got in trouble for using it at a track in Wayne, Nebraska. They were using the other stuff. That, was it the TQ? Was that the name of that brand? That was the non-smelly stuff? Oh. Came in a purple can. Uh, or a yeah, silver can with purple lettering stuff. or orange lettering. Jack the Gripper? No, it wasn't Jack the that Gripper. Stuff, I think That stuff was uh, odorless. Oh, maybe it was Jack the Gripper. Uh, cause SXT was around back then too. Yeah. But it came in a, in a tin can. It wasn't near as popular as it is now. Uh, funny story. There's still a full can of Paragon at the store. 
Yeah. It's, oh, for sale? No. Or the one in Tim's Pit? Uh, there, oh, well, then there's two because there's one in Tim's Pit and there's one upstairs where I hit it. The one in Tim's Pit is one that he took from me during a carpet race. Oh, really? Did he get all mad yeah. at you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like three years oh, later. Oh, ground after. effects. Ground effects. Oh, that I stuff. remember, that, I remember stuff. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, had, yeah. I had that stuff. That stuff is similar to SXT, if I remember right. But uh, so there was a uh, was it one of the Enduros, and uh, yeah, you were there. You're on my team, I think. And uh, Tim said when they changed to SXT that you could use left of what you had of the Paragon. Um, well, I was like, okay, well, let's use what I, I saved it. And I was like, well, let's use it, you know, cause yeah. it's what I had. I didn't buy anymore. And, uh, it was, it was like three years later after he said you could use up what you had. And I put it in a six T bottle <laughs> and he, he took that. And then he went through my pit and took every can of Paragon that I had in my pit box. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. It's really funny. Huh? Super cereal. Yeah. I once dumped a whole bottle of uh, Paragon in my lap once at a, the Novak oh. race, the 2005 Novak race at Trackside. Whole bottle of Paragon in my lap. I was so mad. I smelled so bad, too. Hmm. That's pretty funny. That was the time Gretchen went with us. Uh. It, was, uh, it was Tim, Kenny, Steve Marker, me, and Gretchen all in one room. Hmm. And I made uh, potato soup one night. Yeah, in it, the it, room? Yeah, the hotel had a kitchen. So I made potato soup for everybody. That's cool. Yeah. That was the one where I, I, my, I raced mod, and uh, I didn't wreck ever. Like the first three qualifiers. No wrecks. I was in the E-Main. I was so mad. I was like, how is this possible? This is so slow compared to everybody else. Yeah. My three PK still had an antenna and I, I got, I was mad. Cause I was like, I was like, how am I getting lapped six times by these guys in mod? And I came back to the pits and I put my car down. I took my radio and I, I, I pushed down the antenna from the top and I didn't break the antenna, but somehow I put uh, about a quarter of an inch of the antenna through my hand. What? Yeah. It like it had the it popped a little button at the top mm-hmm. and it poked through my hand. Wow. Yeah, it hurt. Cool. It hurt bad. <laughs> nice. Yeah, then I was mad too. You know what I was really mad about that race? Is what? I wasn't there? I I I I was doing terrible, but somehow and somehow I, I managed to spend like four hundred and something dollars on foams. At that race. Mm-hmm. And I was so upset. Yeah. And, and not to like, but at the time I was sponsored by a team associated and I was trying to get help with my stock stuff. And I, I just wanted to know gearing. It was just a question about gearing. And I remember, I'm not gonna say who it was, but he was like, he was like, well, your rollout should be, or no, it was the other way around. I was trying to figure out what rollout to run. And I learned that uh, those guys didn't give a crap about rollout. They just told me what pinion gear to put on. It was really oh, weird. Really? Yeah, it was really strange. And I really didn't get any help for what I wanted. And I was kind of, I was frustrated at that too. Yeah. But I was in the E-Main. So who cares? That Why would you, you know, help yeah, an E-Main I, guy out, I guess. Yeah, why would you? I'd help you out, Alex. I know. And then, like right after that, I think I, very soon after that, they put dirt on the on the on the carpet track. They took the carpet out. Hmm. That was also that race was also Matt Francis's um, final uh, final race at Trackside. Like he retired that year, two thousand five, I believe, is when it was. Really? Yeah, and he was there, and that was officially his last um, on road race. Huh? Our, Scotty made like a big deal out of it, and wow, yeah. And I was in I was in Matt Francis. They didn't do any seeding or anything. So I was actually in Matt's qualifier. And you know, I was kind of a Matt Francis stalker at one point. So um so I was geeking out that I was right beside Matt on the driver's stand. And when he was coming around to lap me for like the eighth time, I was like, Here you go, Matt, to the and I and and then afterwards he's like, Hey, you don't have to you don't have to tell me that. He's like, I see it. You don't have to say a word, it breaks my concentration. 
I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just broke Matt Francis's concentration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was probably another reason why I was upset at myself. Stupid damn Stupid, idiot. Idiot. God. It's like my hero. Screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a battle at that race. And not to like I'm draw this out, but it was a battle at that race just to get into the room to, to do your tires. Oh really? Yeah. So they had Oh the, yeah, they had the, the truing room. You had to do the you had to do the, the truing in the where the dirt oval was at. And uh and there was a line and there was like a public truer and the, like people were like elbowing each other out of the way to get to the public truer. <laughs> it was brutal. It's like a Black Friday. Yeah. Basically. I actually think that that was one of my last onward races in general. I think that was probably one of the last on-road races in well, general. I just, no, I, I would say <laughs> you know what maybe I mean? like I, foam, there was foam tire probably. There was like 400 entries at that race. Yeah. I mean, it's a big. It was a big on-road event, but I just remember uh, being so frustrated by how I think it had more to do with the, the amount of tire, like the amount of money I had to spend on foams, just just to try to be competitive, and then I I wasn't even competitive in mod at that point. I did okay in stock. I, st- I think I was in like the C or something like that. I think I remember the next year, Kyle Gannon going to the, like the 06 one there and actually like TQing or something like that. It's something crazy like that. Yeah. He had a dude, his TC three with the, that he modded out was mm-hmm. on point. Yeah. He told, he told me he bought that car used from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, <laughs> the last two years I brought, I think, uh, is it Scott Walbrink that I bought the x-ray from a couple years ago? I, 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 you, I don't know who you bought it from. I, I bought an x-ray. I should have bought, he had two of them. I should have bought them both. Uh, 150 bucks a piece. Dude, I mean, I, I got it for a steal. I felt, I actually felt bad, but I was like, oh, okay. Didn't change the setup. Didn't even work on the car. And I won last year's winter series with it yeah and was and was just it was just an amazing fast car i never even had to look at it i just put it on the track and went made sure the right height was where it was and that was it sometimes when you buy used stuff like that when you buy it from the right person it works out the winner is let's talk about racing real quick uh i'm gonna have to ditch the chat because i need my phone Okay. So, sorry guys, but uh, my phone's at ten percent. So we're gonna see what I can get here. We had a really good weekend again. We had uh, like fifty-six entries on Friday, and they 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 dialed in the track for us on Friday. Oh yeah! Like that many entries the night before. Oh my gosh. 56. So if you go to results, results from other events. Uh, well, okay. So here's the deal. It says 43, but a whole bunch of plexers left. So they got deleted from the thing so they could make the mains. Like there was, there should have been like four, four mains of plex spec mm-hmm. and it got whittled down to, to two. So, but there was 56 at one point. I remember seeing the heat sheets. Um, just real quick, Trevor Moss. I wonder what he was running in Plex Spec. I wonder if he's running as many. That'd be really funny. Uh, Kevin Blowers was second. Chris Haida was third. Eric Jarman, one of our uh, Patreon members, was fourth. Emily Bagley, uh, Chris Kinzer, Isabella McMullen, Logan Kaziski, and Chris Henson. And Chris hadn't been out in a long time. Uh, but I saw the I saw the Compass truck when I pulled up, and I'm like, oh, Chris is here. There was uh there was six thirteen five wheelers. So you had TJ, Trevor, Diego, Josh McMullen, Dave Kaziski, Jake Conrad, and Dalton Conrad. Something must happen to Dalton. Well, maybe not. Weird. 
I didn't see what happened. I was working. There was five stock buggies, Dave Kaziski and his brand new buggy, then Anthony Santi, Eric Jarman, Emily Bagley, Tanner Anthony, and Kevin Blowers. They might have left. Oh, that was the B main. Never mind. Gosh. So there was so there was enough to have a B main in stock again. Remember last week we had like 20 stock buggies on a Friday night. Uh Logan Prismanis has got his car uh put together and he's out there running. So he ended up taking the win. Uh it might have been with a mod, actually. Dalton Conrad was second, TJ Williams, Josh McMullen, Trevor Moss, Jake Conrad, Diego Quintana. And then there was a small mini truggy with just TJ and Diego. So Friday night, pretty easy night. It's all about Plex spec on Fridays. All these other classes are just kind of extra for us. Oh, yeah. But then we get into Saturday and uh, 81 entries on Saturday. Yeah. Very nice turnout. The day flowed really well. Still plenty of time to work on the track after we got done. I had plenty of help pulling pipe. Um, I kind of forgot all the guys that were there, but I know. <sighs> I think it was Kevin and Emily uh, Blowers, uh, Steve Eichler. I think Dave Kaziski came down and helped. Um, if I forget somebody, it's not on purpose. I'm trying to think who else was down there. I think Dave had a kid down there. Yeah, I wasn't down there, so yeah. Whatever. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but we had a C-Man and 13.5 wheeler again, so uh, just across the board, just a really good day. Your Plex spec A main was Sawyer Haley taking the win. Nice. And he drove really good. I mean, he was gone. He got the lead on lap. I think the first lap, never saw, never seen him again after that. Uh, Lily Kaziski uh, was second with the short course truck. And then Nick Chestnut, um, another Patreon member on here, Yay! Nut House, um, ended up third. So uh, pretty good. Emily Bagley was fourth. She was your TQ. Um, then Owen Hook, uh, Steve Eichler, uh, Chloe Dorsch, that's uh, TJ's sister. And she, she's last week, she started running five laps. This week, she's doing six. That's pretty and good. Next week, she'll do seven. That's just how Plex spec works. We had some stadium trucks. Uh, you had the TQ and win. Your truck's pretty fast. Um, looked really good. When I was watching it, yeah, um, I uh, pretty pleased with my truck right now. TJ Williams was second. Tyler Fleming was third. Cody Mosier was fourth. Jason Haley was fifth. Emerson was gonna race, but he he didn't feel good. Um, so once he got out of work, he went home. I drove his car for that qualifier. I I could definitely see areas I need to improve. Main, mainly just corner speed, but I, I yeah I attribute that to the tires. A lot of it is tires. Because we were running mini truggy tires on that, and you know how Emerson is with mini truggy. Yeah, so they were, I actually ran tires off of my gas truck were, on it. They were pretty blown out. On mine, yeah. His were like what the one side of him was basically bald. I ran yeah. him once in practice and was like, "Wow, this truck's actually pretty fast." And then I looked at my tires. And I'm like, "Oh crap! <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any more tires for this thing." Expert stock. It was nice to see this week uh, enough guys to have their own main. Uh, last week we only had two, so we had to kind of combine them a little bit. Um, but I can think of a lot of names that weren't here Saturday, and if they were all here Saturday, my goodness, it would have been a busy day. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cole Henderson with the uh, TQ and win, just barely ahead of David Peevler. Um And then Corey Tannehill got third. Uh, Matt Mosier, Orlando Martinez came up, which is good to see getting some practice in before this weekend, Tyler Fleming, and then Brinkerhoff. Um, same thing. He was out a little early, but I believe he was up there for a little while. Where's that blue buggy? Yeah, he was running fifth for a little while. Hendrickson. Oh, I remember what happened. Hendrickson crashed and he dropped all the way down to like sixth on the second lap. And then he ended up getting around Peevler towards the end. Mod four-wheel drive. Again, there was a full heat here. I, I say full heat, but enough to have marshals afterwards. Um, Jackson Anderson snuck up there and took the win. Mitchell Pavel was your TQ, by the way. That's what I'm saying. Mitchell's been going fast. He just, he just, this, and this one, I think either he busted or he had a tire come off. I think he, 
I think he landed awkwardly and, he, and it, his wheel busted off. Oh, really? Like it broke an axle? Actually, now that I remember right, he was leading by a lot in this one. Actually, really? Yeah. He had, I think he had at least a couple seconds over Jackson before he broke. Oh, yeah. I heard you say that. Yeah. Like, I'm, he had it. He, he had, had it. it. <sighs> so, uh, but Jackson was there. Uh, Owen Vanderbeek got second. Dustin Hosick, uh, Ethan Dallaire, Rob Connor uh, rounds out the rest of the order. And it was Ethan Dallaire's first time on dirt this year, I think. Isn't it? Yeah, it might have been. Um, so give him a little bit of time. He'll be back up there. 13.5 Wheeler. My streak continues. I was pretty happy. Uh, I wasn't happy with the way I started the race, but I was happy with the way I came back. So I, uh, I, pl- I, I just screwed up right in the middle of the racetrack on the first lap. Dropped all the way back to sixth. And then took the lead, I believe, right in the middle of the race. My EB410 is pretty good right now. I hope I don't do anything to screw it up. That's all I got to say. I can tell you now from personal experience that I think ceramic bearings do make a difference. Oh, yeah. I think so. But I'm not running any. I was one of those people (laughs) who were like, ah, you don't need to spend that much money on those. They're just going to blow up and it's not worth it. But in an effort to make my 13.5 car really fast, I bought them. Obviously not for what you guys pay for them, but uh, I still I bought them from the store. And, uh, dude, so my car doesn't drop off anymore. It, it, it was dropping off about a minute left to go. It was dropping off. Mm-hmm. It got slower, and the motor got really hot, and it got slower. Now, now, the last two weeks hasn't done that. And the only thing I changed in those two weeks was ceramic bearings. I guess. Say what you want, but that's at least anecdotal evidence for me uh Henderson wasn't going to race but I talked him into it um so he finished second uh David Peebler was third TJ Williams was up there he actually was leading this race I believe at one point um I think so where's he at no maybe not I thought he was for some reason oh you know what I think he dropped down and came back to get to get fourth as well Orlando was fifth, Dalton Conrad, uh, Matt Mosier, Tyler Brinkroff, Trevor Moss, and Dave Kaziski rounds out the rest of the order. And then right after that, I had to run back-to-back. Luckily, Rob Connor was there to run races. We had uh, two-wheel drive mod. Um, Jackson Anderson stayed clean the whole time. He got through the first the first turn pileup and uh, never, never was caught. And I couldn't get any closer to him than, I think, five seconds was the gap. Yeah. You and I ended up dead last. <laughs> we did? At the first lap, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I stopped because I thought we might get a restart. But Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, that and I thought I took you out, but apparently I didn't. Well, I mean, you kind of did, but I wasn't going to make a big deal out of it. In fact, I was going to talk about that today. Uh, I mean, you still run into the back of me, but it wasn't. I knew it wasn't malicious, and I knew it was just one of those deals. We've had three weeks, of four weeks of really good clean racing. It's bound to happen. One of us is going to run into each other. Yeah. You know. Well, I was just like it's like your car like stopped or it something did. or it went it wide and I, I had a I would gap say and- it didn't stop, but I had to go really slow to make the corner at the start cuz my car at the start did not want to turn very well. And I knew it in warm up. I'm like, man, I'm going to have to really not blow this corner to get around and I just didn't I just slowed down. Yeah. Too much. Like when my car slid into yours, I was like on the brakes too. Like I just couldn't couldn't get her woed up. It is what it is. I mean, I came back to get second. I was pretty happy with that. And the thing was, was for a split second, I was thinking, all right, I'm just going to yell out restart. But then I was like, well, then people would think that I just want to restart because I'm the one that was the, that was your TQ and got flipped. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want there to be any anybody thinking, oh, he's just doing that because he wants to win the race. Yeah. So I just I was went, hoping you were going to restart. Oh. I just went with it. We were all, if you, I rewatched the race last night on the live stream. We were still pretty close in there. There's just, there was a little bit of contact there. I'm, I, you know, what's funny, you know how we give Mitchell a lot of shit for uh, being the missile. Mm-hmm. 
I totally 100% missled him. <laughs> yeah, that's like Carmi. <laughs> well, watch the video. I sent it into him right before the whoops and just moved him over. I went, boop. I didn't wreck him. So I went. I was like, well, that's good. But I, I if I would have wrecked him, I would have waited. But I didn't, I didn't wreck him. So I was like, well, I'm going. Yeah, that hap- I got wrecked like, I don't know, 10 times. I was, I ended up pulling off. Yeah, I know. I saw that. But I was just like, I don't know. If I wanted to beat my truck or my buggy up, I can just do it outside my house in my street. <laughs> I was getting no love. The first time that Gretchen saw my true self, I'm going to tell you a story. I had just... I had just gotten second at the Stock Nats maybe a couple months earlier. And I went to the Chi-Town shootout at the old Leisure Hours location, not the, not the newer one. And it was my first time really racing east of the Mississippi ever. I'd never gone, never gone east of Mississippi. Um, I guess you could count Florida, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like that area where all those fast people are, you know, Michigan, mm-hmm. Illinois, Ohio, you know, Indiana. And uh, we were running Vortex motors at the time. Remember those? Mm-hmm. They had the, the angled brushes. Yeah. Well, I was on really fast paces every single race I was in. And every single race I was in, no matter what I did, I'd rebuild my motors. I'd change out those little internal springs they used to have. I'd change brushes. Every single time, about a minute left to go, all my stuff would just stop working in both stock and mod. <laughs> And I was, those, if I remember right, those brushes were like notorious for, for hanging up, getting debris in them and not yeah. moving. Yeah. So, um, it was very frustrating because, um, another one of those races where I'm, I wish I would have had back, I would have just put in a normal, normal motor and called it good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was mad cause I was like, dude, I'm like, you know, I had just gotten second at the stock Nats. I should be a player. And here I am, you know not making the main at either one, not even able to finish a race. So I packed up all my stuff. This is, remember my blue, do you, do you remember my blue S10? Yeah, vaguely. My, my Sonoma. Mm-hmm. So had everything in the back and I took my B4 that I still had out. Cause you know how back then you didn't put your cars in, you, you like kept them with your whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I took that thing by the shock tower Gretchen's sitting in the in the cab just waiting for me to, to hurry up. And all of a sudden she hears this bang, 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 smash, smash, bang, bang. And I destroyed this B4. Foot stomped it, broke the chassis in half. Parts are flying everywhere. I think Chad Phillips saw me do it, which mm-hmm. is, you know, unfortunate. But uh, I thought she was going to leave me. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, she's like, oh my god, I'm, I cannot believe he just did that. And I'm like, just did what? She's like, where's your car? I'm like, oh, it's in pieces in the parking lot. <laughs> that was bad. So at least we didn't do that. Oh yeah, no. I've I've never really kitted a car. I thought I I. She would be very proud of me on Saturday because I didn't even get mad. No, oh, I thought you were going to be mad at the start of that. Nope, that wasn't me. I wasn't mad at all. I thought I'd be mad. I wasn't even mad. I was just like, okay, it's the start of the race. I out-qualified all these guys. Let's put our head down and get up there. You know? Yeah, I made like two really good charges and got up to fifth each time and got wheeled. Yeah. Like, when one guy's like, all right, go ahead. I'm like, okay, thanks. And then it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. And then swerve and flip my car over. Like, mm. Okay. Then another another car I was passing, like, on the oval, pulled up alongside of him, going by, flipped the wheels right into my car, flipped it over. Like this is dumb. Mm. This is this is not racing. So I just pulled off. I got a little lucky because I got around. I got around like three cars at once that were flipped over. Yeah, I was very quickly able to get back up into at least I think it's third, fourth or third. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, dude, Mitchell and I had a really good run going there. We were. He was holding me off, and like I said, I just bonsai him in a corner, and it stuck. So I went with it. But I was thinking afterwards, I was like, I'm not even mad. 
Yeah. Is this some sort of new me? I'm not even taking my pills. I haven't taken my pills for like three and a half weeks. Yeah. My uh my anti anxiety pills. Mm-hmm. I haven't even messed with them. And I'm 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 even more chill. So there you go. Anyways, so uh Mitchell Pavel did get third, Ethan Delaris fourth, Owen Vanderbeek, Dustin Hosek, David Peevler, and then uh you were out with about a minute forty to go. Boy, you should see the you should see the graph on live RC. Below below second place, it's uh it's a mess. A lot of position changes in that one. Let's do a pivot break and then we'll come back and finish. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with Dave Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group, and today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that Not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector. And inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, We also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023. You're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days if you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down, and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so there are going to be fewer buyers, and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of the higher rate environment and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program, does benefit the 
folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, Shop and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there and the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email. And we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Kevin Lindy, NMLS 109995. Of our kids that have moved up from Plexpec that are now running at least independent buggy, if not expert buggy. I think the independent series this year for the summer series is going to be crazy. Yeah, I think so too. I, I mean, honestly, there could be like like 15 people that could win a race this year. Uh, Janet Peevler got second. Diego Quintana, there's another one. All three of those. Uh Third, Trevor Moss was fourth, Matt Mosier, Lance Murray, Ronnie Went, Dave Kaziski, Kevin Blowers, and then TJ Williams. Um, I don't know why he didn't race. Mini Truggy, this was our mixed bag truck class. So Ronnie Went and uh, Josh Ryan had, and Nick Chestnut had um, mini Truggies. Diego had a Pro 4, and Devin Null had a two wheel drive, and he returned our transponder. Ooh, that's that was nice. Crazy. So we have our full rack of, almost our full rack of transponders back, too. Uh, so there you go. That's an 81 entry club race. Again, we had a 94, 60 something, 81. It's pretty darn good. Yeah, I'd say. Club racing say so. is strong at the Plex. Mm-hmm. The original hobby Plex. Yeah, the OG. The OG. <sighs> I think that's it. Kind of a short show today because I got to go back to the track. Yeah. But I didn't want to skip it. Do we have any questions? Oh, yeah, you're right. Questions. Let's get into that. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? Uh, What's our favorite glue? Mine? Yeah. J-Concepts glue? Yeah. I'd have to go there. I, I have... Uh, I like the BSI stuff that Hobbytown has just because it's, it's way cheaper. And I've personally never really had any issues with it, but I think I think as long as you get any sort of any brand glue that's supposed to be tire glue, I think you're you're on point. I yeah, mean, I said that twice now this this show. What's going on? Well, I never you've say been on I, point. I never say on point ever. <sighs> like, don't get like the 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 BSI purple glue. It's not made for necessarily made for tires. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's probably my favorite glue. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. There's a spray foam I used to have to, or spray glue that I used to make make foams. Uh, I was like M three M seventy seven spray glue. Mm-hmm. I used to use that to make foams. That was mm-hmm. some really nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard to work with. I used to spray it into like a. Um, like a, oh, it was like a bowl or it was like a, like a lid for a Folgers coffee can and, uh, dip the foam into it. That was the stuff it. that the guys bought from us for the 2008 Midwest challenge and sprayed on their tires right before they went on that extremely difficult, uh, crawling course that had like a, a super high vertical angle and nobody could get up. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, and I think it's the guy that just won the Sorkinat. So and if any of you guys know about the crawling stuff, I can't remember his name. Oh, it's going to bother me that I don't remember his name. But I'm pretty sure, because I recognize him from some of the video games, I'm like, hey, I know that guy. He was at our... just stuff. Yes, he was at our 2008 uh, uh, Champs, and he was the first one to think of spraying glue on his tires, because it wasn't against the rules, to get up this super crazy vertical uh, thing. And I think because he was able to do that, and he actually completed that course... I'm pretty sure that he was the winner of the 2008 uh, Midwest Champs, if I remember right. This is the stuff. Yeah, that stuff is crazy strong. 
What did we think of the new releases? I mean, we kind of already talked about the Associated car last week, but what about the Losi car that was announced on Thursday? I didn't know that they dropped a car. Yeah, 22X4 Elite. I mean, all it really is is all the... It's 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 the 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 good stuff that they just came out with in the car now. And it's really not that much more expensive than the regular one, so... Right. You know. Well, I mean, if they're taking out the stuff, you aren't... They aren't I mean, if they're trading out one for another, that yeah. kind of offsets the cost, too. I think if you're happy with your current car and you don't need a freshie, you could just buy the parts for it and not have to worry about getting a whole new car. Is it like an update for the stuff that they're already kind of doing? Like you bought the stuff and now it's just in the kit? I think it's because got... This- yeah, I think it's got the the smaller shock shafts, like the, the smaller diameter shock shafts, but it has some of the aluminum upgrades that, you know, keep it from breaking as much. Hmm. That's cool. All right, my phone's at 5%, so if I don't get through all these comments here... I apologize, but we'll see what we can do. Um, how does seeding work? Seeding works just like a qualifier, except that instead of qualifying, the the morning heats on Saturday will be based on seeding. So if you're if you're first in seeding, then you're in the last heat of that class, and if you're uh, if you're last in seeding, then you're in the first heat. So it just makes it just it makes for cleaner qualifying. That's the whole reason why I wanted to. St- I started doing that a while ago because. You know, you get, let's say you get like Ty Tessman to come to our race and he gets stuck with a bunch of jam cars because we didn't do seating, you know, and gets ruined a little bit. The seating gets rid of that possibility for the yeah. most part. Um, Cody Mosier says he remembered when we all first started racing and everyone was running the Proline tires. I think, I think that just goes to show the quality of the J concept stuff, but the fact that also, well, I mean, basically just the compound. Once you find that compound, that's, that's what you should use. If you're not sponsored, you should run the compound that works best. Yeah. Or that at least, uh, has the most, um, support. I can't even think of anybody sponsored by ProLine at our track. Can you? Not anymore. Yeah. Weird. Tom Rindernick says, uh, can't wait to see you guys May 13th and 14th. So he's going to be at the first summer series. Nice. Um, Demonic Wolf says, hey, my newborn is watching as I feed him. That's great. Jason Haley says, never meet your hero doesn't go well. Oh, I, yeah. I, I Actually, Matt's pretty damn cool. I, even now, like I... I, uh, he was asking for a real estate agent once, uh, for Omaha because that's what he does. He's a real estate agent in San Francisco and I messaged him. He was the only one, honestly, back then you had to have a certain face to represent your company the right way. And Matt was really one of the first ones that he was able to remember everybody's name. Yeah. Or at least what they were known by. He called me Froboy back. I mean, it had been like, like like I saw him once in the 1998 uh, warm-up race for the Nats, and then I didn't see him in person again to like the 2000 winter champs, or maybe it was a cactus. Really? Yeah, maybe it was a cactus. And I took my car over because I wanted I wanted him to look at it because that's what they used to do back in the day. They'd take your car and look. He'd push down and he'd mess with the shocks a little bit and then go, "Okay, here you go. Should be good." And I remember him going, "Hey, what's up, fro boy?" And I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" So, and that was before social media. I mean, I think that's even easier to do nowadays because, or should be, but that was even, yeah. you know, that was before then. So yeah, I mean, there's other people that I've met in the industry that I have not been impressed by that I used to, I used to super look up to not many, mm-hmm. but a couple. And then I, I'm just like, well, okay, that's cool. Thanks. Um, Eric Jarman said the battle between Logan and TJ was absolutely nutty. I heard it was insane. I really wish that I was uh, down there to watch it, but again, I was I was working upstairs. Nick says he was really really happy with his two wheel drive and plex spec, and that it was still his uh, carpet setup. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one: 2014 and 2015. This person left a comment earlier on my uh, build video. Will Lincoln will Lincoln rebuild the one tenth off road track? 
Mm. No. Probably not. Probably not. Cody Mosher says, usually not a big fan of restarts. I am not either. No. I have, I have my reasons for it, for not doing it. Because once you do it, then if somebody gets screwed later, we've talked about this before, and you don't do it, well, then that becomes a problem. So in my opinion, it's just best to not do them, period. Mm-hmm. I have broken that rule a couple times on the carpet. There's yeah. There's been a couple ra- race starts that have been such a dumpster fire. I'm just like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Everybody stop. Uh, but he says, but that race was, but that race start was a huge dumpster fire. <laughs> Everyone piled up, but like two cars. <laughs> so there you go. You yeah. got some support, you know, next time restarted. Well, and Jackson was like, like behind me yeah, and like kept pushing your car. And I was like, well, I'm off the throttle. Why is everything still moving? I couldn't even see his car. Mm hmm. Like from where it was or where I was, and as as like, oh okay, it's gonna be one of those races, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Curtis Reynolds, hello, Alex and Will. I'm curious about the one eight scale racing during the summer in Omaha. Does the Hobbyplex have such a thing? We do not. Uh, we tried to do summertime off road uh, eight scale racing a long time ago now, and it didn't seem to work with everybody's schedule and. Uh, so basically our track is an eight scale track. The dirt track is an eight scale layout track from um, October through March. And then what we're doing this week is uh, changing it back over to our 10 scale type layout from April through September. And it's complete opposite of everywhere else on the planet. I get that, but it works for us. I mean, we get the turnouts to show. It's kind of nice. We're the only track in a huge distance that can race eight scale indoors in the wintertime. Yeah. And there's outdoor tracks that can do it in the summertime. So it just, it just works that way for us. If the industry somehow gets weird and 10 scale drops off the face of the planet and you know, our summer series gets down to like 30 entries or something like that, we'd, you know, we'd rethink it, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. No, I don't either. Lord Fluffluff says, I love that name. Our RC car is too loud to use during the nighttime when my neighbors are sleeping. Our RC car is too loud. It depends. I've ran mine at like midnight before just to give it a good, uh, a good uh, shakedown out on the street. My, like my drag yeah. car. I've driven, I've done, taken my drag car up and down, but if you're nitro, no, mm-hmm. shouldn't do that. Yeah. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I have to listen to my neighbor's stupid kids all weekend behind us and their dog nonstop every single weekend for the last like two years. Cause their kids are in that, that zone where they're just, they're, they're like, they're too young to not be quiet, but they're too old to not, to not be like, to know how to make noise. And it's probably going to take another couple of years. Yeah. I'd be if it was midnight and I'm trying to sleep and I hear a nitro car going up and down the street. At first, I'd be like, "Who, who else around here has a nitro car?" And they'd be like, "Those bastards! What are they doing?" But electric, I think, can get away with electric cars. Yeah, I ran an electric car out in front of my house one time when it was nighttime, and I had a neighbor come over and ask me not to run it. Hmm. <laughs> I ain't kidding you. Wow. Yeah. Well. Okay. I don't know. I think it just depends on your neighbors. Yeah. I guess it depends on what kind of car. It was a Traxxas Slash. Really? So it was probably pretty loud. Uh, I was If it's like an e-buggy with a metal spur gear, then yeah, it's probably loud. But if it's just like a 10 scale car, yeah, who cares? It was, a, it was a Traxxas Slash. That's crazy. I don't know. I just kind of thought maybe the body was like resonating sure. a lot. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. This is actually pretty funny. Jason Haley, Jam Car, should be sponsored by Smuckers. Yeah. That would be funny. Have like a Smuckers paint job and you're the Jam Car? Mm-hmm. God, that's actually a really good pun. Why didn't I think of that? The Smuckers car out there jamming everybody up. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's it. I got to go back to the track. Okay. How come I don't lose a lot of weight when I do this? You would think that after a week of work, basically working out every day. Yeah. That like I would have something to show for it, but I usually don't. I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah. At least you have a good personality. 
<laughs> that must be it. Hey, this show was brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. Get uh, 0.125 off your interest rate or $500 lender credit uh, if you go through with a home loan or refinance. Make sure that you ask for Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. So do it. That way we stay on the air every week. Yeah. yeah even, even when we don't want to be. <laughs> All right. Now I'm really leaving. Okay. Okay. See you guys. See you Thursday at the track for setup and shakedown practice. One tenth scale pro tech off road championships. Show up on Thursday. Get your pit. Yeah.